to Woodside Church Podcast. Good morning, Woodside Church. It really is good to be with you today. So grateful that we can connect in this way. We're going to read from Isaiah, a prophet in the Old Testament, chapter 51 and the first three verses. Listen to me, you who pursue righteousness and who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were cut, to the quarry from which you were hewn. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who gave you birth. When I called him, he was only one man, and I blessed him, and I made him many. The Lord will surely comfort Zion, and will look with compassion on all her ruins. He will make her deserts like Eden, her wastelands like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her, thanksgiving and the sound of singing. When Isaiah is speaking these words, God's people are living in a foreign land. Another power has come and taken them away from their land. It's the Babylonians, and that's where they're living. And the Babylonians don't worship the same God as God's people. They don't worship uh, Yahweh. They have many other gods that they're worshipping. And there isn't a temple where God's people can worship him. In fact, the temple is lying in ruins along with God's city, Jerusalem. And this has happened because for many, many, many years, God's people had turned away from him. They'd worshipped different gods. They'd not obeyed God. And God said, look, this will happen. Judgment will come unless you turn back to me. But the people that Isaiah is writing to and is addressing specifically in this passage are those who are repentant now, are those who are longing for things to be right. That's what he means when he says, listen to me, you who pursue righteousness. That could read you who are thirsty for righteousness, you who are longing for righteousness. And Often when the Bible talks about righteousness, it isn't only talking about a personal righteousness, uh, a personal piety, doing the right things. It's talking about much more than that. It's talking about the world being made right, the world being as God created it. And that's what Isaiah is referring to here. Those of you who long for things to be right, who long for justice. I think we can relate to this longing. With everything that has happened in the last year with the pandemic and the loss that that's brought to so many, including in our churches, the fact that we can't gather together in large numbers and worship and pray, hear God's word gathered together, look at one another, feel the presence of God together. There is such loss with that. We can relate to the longing that God's people have here to be able to return to worshipping together in God's presence. But also our headlines for so many months now, stories of racial, racial crime, stories of political turmoil, stories continue to come to the headlines of where there is wars in the world, where school children are kidnapped, by religious fundamentalists. We can relate to the longing that's expressed in these words. When will things be right? When will there be an end to injustice and oppression? When will the world be made right again? 
It's to those people that Isaiah is writing. And what he says can really help us. Because Isaiah says to them, if you're longing for righteousness, then look back to where you came from. Look back to Abraham and to Sarah. And Isaiah reminds God's people of the promise that God gave to Abraham. And you can read the promise in Genesis 12. But God said to Abraham, look, if you leave your land and your household and follow me and trust me, then I will lead you to a new home and I will make you into a great people. And at that time, Abraham and Sarah didn't have any children. In fact, they were too old to have children. But the story tells us Abraham obeyed. He believed God. He had faith and he left everything and followed God. And Isaiah is saying, look, he was one, but God blessed him and made him many. And Isaiah is saying, look, remember, that's where you're from. That's your rock, but you are cut from the same rock, from the same quarry. This is your story. The promises given to Abraham are your promises. And this rock is something which is certain, something you can stand on. Around you is insecurity and uncertainty. You don't know about the future. You are anxious and fearful. But God's promise and what he has done is like a rock you can stand on. And Isaiah goes on and reminds them of more promises from God, that God will bring comfort, that he will have compassion on the ruins And the deserts will become like a garden. And where there has been death and nothing, then there'll be life and color and vitality. And joy and gladness will be found among God's people again, instead of sadness and despair. And Isaiah is saying to God's people, look, in the middle of living with uncertainty and oppression and injustice, whilst you're longing for righteousness, remember, you stand on a rock. You have a foundation of a promise and a faithful God who has done what he promised so far. And he has made you into a great nation and he will fulfill what he has promised. Isaiah is saying that God's promises and his faithfulness to fulfill them are like a rock in a time of uncertainty. He's saying don't give up hope. Don't despair. Don't lose faith. Don't let fear and anxiety win. Yes, long for righteousness. Yes, say, where is righteousness? Where, when's it going to come? When will these injustices be finished? When will this come to an end? When will we be together again, back in our land and in our home, worshipping God? Yes, long for these, but don't give up. Don't despair. Don't let loss and uncertainty rob you of faith because God will fulfill what he has said. And then in the following chapters, Isaiah starts talking about the fact that God will send one who will bring justice and righteousness. There will be a righteous one from God who will come and rule and reign and make the world right again. Isaiah begins to talk about Jesus, the Messiah. So he says to God's people in the passage we read, you have a rock, Abraham and the promises God gave to him. And there are more promises coming. And righteousness will come through the one who Jesus, who, who is sent from God, Jesus. So when we then jump forward in the story 
to the time that that prophecy is fulfilled and Jesus has come, there are references back to what Isaiah has said. We read in Matthew chapter 5 in a passage which we call the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus teaching the people at the beginning of his ministry. And one of the things he says is this, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Jesus is referencing what Isaiah says, that if you're longing for righteousness, it's coming. If you're hungry for it, your appetite will be satisfied. Jesus is saying the same thing. Righteousness and justice will come. But there's more overlap with what Isaiah is saying because there's another rock. In Matthew chapter 16, Jesus is with his disciples. And by this time, they have seen him do many miracles, healings, opening the eyes of the blind, the lame walking. And lots of people are talking about Jesus and trying to say, is is he a prophet? Is he Elijah? Who is he? And Jesus has the conversation with his disciples and says, who do you say I am? What do you think? And Peter is the one who answers and says, you are the Messiah. You're the son of the living God. Peter is saying, you're the one Isaiah was talking about. You're the one that's been promised, the one that will come, the Messiah, and restore God's people and make everything right. And Jesus says to him, this hasn't been made known to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And then Jesus says this, that on this rock, I will build my church. It's referencing again what Isaiah was talking about. There's a rock that we can stand on, that brings certainty, that brings hope. For God's people at the time of Isaiah, it was looking back to the promise to Abraham. But for us, the rock is Jesus, because he is the fulfillment of the promises that were made to Abraham. Jesus is a descendant of Abraham, and it's through Jesus that these promises are fulfilled, and all peoples can be, will be blessed, all peoples of the earth can know salvation and righteousness by putting their faith in Jesus and what he has done for us. Jesus becomes that rock. We don't have to look all the way back to Abraham because we now live on the other side of the fulfillment of that promise. It's Jesus Christ, the Messiah. He has come and Jesus fulfills all the promises that Isaiah has made. It is in Jesus that wastelands are restored and will be like a garden of Eden. He is the one that brings joy. Life comes through him. And of course, we see that literally when death doesn't hold him in the ground because God raises him with resurrection life. And life itself has victory over death. It really happens. Life comes from death. There is joy and singing because Jesus is the fulfillment of the promises. And this is the rock that we get to stand on. This is the firm foundation and not even the gates of death can stand against it. Jesus says, I'll build my church and not even death can withstand it. What a rock. What a solid foundation. Isaiah in chapter 51 promises comfort. This is comfort for us at a time of uncertainty 
at a time of not knowing what the future is going to be, when this pandemic will come to an end, what headlines will be on our news stories tomorrow, at a time when there could be fear and anxiety and worry, we have a comfort because we stand on the rock that is Jesus who has come and fulfilled the promises of God. For all the injustice in the world, all the sickness, all the brokenness, lies and wickedness, God has acted. The righteous one has come and he brings righteousness and justice. And he brings it not to institutions or organizations or governments, but he brings righteousness to where it really, really matters in the hearts and the minds of men and women. And he transforms us from being sinful and wicked to being righteous if we put our faith in him and what he has done for us. Through Jesus, salvation from wickedness and sin comes to the world. And Jesus builds a new community, his church, a new people who live righteously through the power of what Jesus did in his death and resurrection. This is how the promises of Isaiah are fulfilled. This is how where there was death, there is now life. Where there was wasteland, there is now vitality. Where there was injustice and oppression, there is now righteousness because of what Jesus does in the hearts and lives of people who believe in him. Jesus says this is what the church is, this new righteous community. And it's built on this rock of Jesus being the fulfillment of the promises of God. And it's unshakable and it's unmovable. So important for us to be reminded that our faith isn't simply a collection of religious beliefs or religious doctrines. It's based on history. It's based on God stepping into human history and acting and doing things. Our faith stands on solid ground. Things that have happened in history. Abraham was one man and he became a great nation. And history tells that story. Jesus really did live and die on a cross. And the soldiers checked that he was dead. That Rome had crucified him. Three days later... He's alive, walking around, meeting with his followers who then tell everyone that they've seen him and that he's alive again. These things happened. This is what our faith rests on. The rock of Jesus fulfilling the promises in history. It happened. So what is all of this saying to us today? How can it help us live with everything that is going on? Well, firstly, let's keep going in faith continuing to believe, continuing to trust. See, in Isaiah 51, when, God, uh, when Isaiah says to God's people, remember Abraham, the rock from which you have come. Yes, he's talking about the promise to Abraham. He's talking about God's faithfulness in fulfilling it. But he's also talking about how Abraham lived. It was years before Abraham and Sarah had a child. They waited many, many years before the promise began to be fulfilled. But he kept believing. He kept trusting. He kept following. And Isaiah is saying, remember the promise. 
Remember God's faithfulness, but also remember Abraham and live like him. Abraham persevered in faith, continued to believe, and lived differently from those around him because he was following God. And we should do the same. Keep going. Keep believing. Don't give up. But also we should be strengthened and encouraged by the faithfulness of God. God has fulfilled his promises in Jesus. He has done what he said. Righteousness and justice has come. And if God has said it, he is faithful to do it. And God will be faithful to his church, to his people. Jesus said he will build his church, his new community, his new humanity of people of righteousness, of joy, of comfort. So take strength today, take comfort today, that God is faithful to his promises. He has not abandoned us. He is not confused by the pandemic or other stories that are happening. He is ruling and reigning over all things, working his purposes out, and he will continue to do this. And then we're to live in the fulfillment of that promise, of Jesus being the righteous one. Jesus fulfilling all the promises from the prophets. We're to live in the good of that as God's people, as the church. Righteousness has come, Jesus, the righteous one. And through him, we get to enjoy and live in that righteousness. We get to live righteous lives. We get to live different from the world around us. The global pandemic has robbed us of so much including being able to gather as a church and worship and pray together, know God's presence together. And we long for that to be restored. But the pandemic has not robbed us of, of still being able to be the church by bringing righteousness to the world around us by the way that we live. Every time we love someone, every time we forgive someone, serve someone with an act of kindness, care for those around us. We're bringing righteousness. We're being the church, God's righteous people. We're being the new community that Jesus is building. We get to be the ones that show that there is justice, there is comfort, there is peace. It's in knowing Jesus. So we long for justice. We long for righteousness to come fully. That time when Revelation talks about a new heaven and a new earth. But whilst we're and, and in that new heaven and new earth, there is no more tears, no more death, no more sickness. But whilst we're longing for that, whilst we're waiting for that, we live righteously and show that righteousness is here already. It talks about this longing for the new city, the new heaven and the new earth, in Hebrews 11, when it's talking about Abraham, it said he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. So we continue to long for the fullness of everything that Jesus has bought, but we can still live now showing the world that there is righteousness pointing forward to what is to come. So how do we live? We be the church. We keep persevering in faith. 
We live righteously by loving others and we stand on the rock, Jesus, the fulfillment of God's promises. You have been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.